0: Never in the history of the world
1: have the merchants of obscenity had available to them the modern facilities for disseminating this filth. Disseminating this filth.
0: The onslaught of the communist masters of deceit.
1: Bingo.
2: in the saddle again.
3: Hey. Yeah. Well, you just watched those Lars von Trier movies.
2: <laughs> yeah. First it was Melancholia, uh, the- which is the Normie movie. Yeah, it's it was definitely Normie compared to Antichrist. Yeah. Antichrist was just like hell. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: I've never <laughs> seen it, but the
2: Wikipedia
0: description gives me nightmares. Can't yeah. that shit.
2: No, like the Willem Dafoe's butt is in it, and his penis is in it. Yeah, no, no.
3: And those are even spookier than his face.
2: Yeah, but Charlotte, or the actress's name, she cuts her clit off at the end.
0: Yep, yeah, a lot oh, of general oh, mutilation yeah. in that movie. Yep, good
2: times.
3: Good times. General I
2: mutilation. Like-
3: Uh, I feel like are they doing that on the Wayfair as well, you guys? Okay,
2: so my aunt is, like, big in the customer service of Wayfair.
3: Oh, okay.
2: My mom has been trying to get me to contact Wayfair to try to work there.
3: Yes, I see. Um,
2: That is one of the dumber conspiracies,
3: So what, you don't think they're sex trafficking kids inside industrial cabinets?
2: Uh, I have no fucking
0: idea what Wayfair is. Explain the shit.
3: Okay, Wayfair is an app and website that sells, (laughs) like, furniture and shit. And what happened this week is supposedly some items were put up there at ridiculously high prices. $10, $20, $40,000, $1 million. And the names of the cabinets... Match the names of missing children. So the inference is that uh, they are using this as code to traffic these missing children. Some people that's went a as far, really
0: stupid code. Some
3: people I, uh, went so far as to say like they would actually like deliver <laughs> the cabinet with the children inside smarter conspiracy theorists were like no it's code for the dark web but i don't see the reason why you'd need to use a mainstream website at all
0: not name the cabinets after the names of missing children if i were to traffic missing children
3: right it seems i'd
0: call them you know okay here's a novel idea i would call them like pizzas (laughs) and like you know just email john podesta about it
3: oh man i saw a lot a lot a lot of people post about it though and it was like i cannot verify whether these cabinets truly were named something bizarre that was the same as a missing child for real but i know it hooked enough people Where they were like, this is it. (laughs) We cracked it.
2: It was clearly was just somebody who did like a placement, right? They were sold out of the thing and then they left it as like one four zero nine nine. And it was one hundred and forty ninety nine. But in order to keep the placement, they did it without the period
3: well, Wayfair is saying that they should have been traced for industrial cabinets, uh, which I don't know. But I did not look farther than Wayfair's statement. Uh, they have, of course, denied any involvement in trafficking schemes. Uh, yeah. But it definitely really, really got a lot of people.
2: My aunt works at uh, Wayfair. As a customer service representative, and she's been trying well she's been trying to get my mom to apply for a job there because apparently jobs are just booming on Wayfair, and I think my might take them up on it as long as there are children to traffic that's my one stipulation during my interview. Excuse me, wayfair <laughs> are you trafficking children because if you're not that i don't want to work here. Sure. Yeah, no, that's I'm gonna be a mole.
3: Yeah, I mean, a lot of people seemingly posted these bizarre listings to the point where it just really leaked into like total Normieville, and
2: I saw a New Yorker article about, or a New York Post, I think they're, mm-hmm. they're lowbrow enough.
3: But yeah, they even went as far as to say the missing at Lake. Former Glee star Naya Rivera was one of these people who was being sold via Wayfair. Sure, I mean, like if- it
0: happened around the same time. So, like, there's that. Mm-hmm.
3: I never understand why a conspiracy needs this much work around. Why do they need this reach around to get something that's as old as time, the buying and selling of vulnerable children? Well, I mean, I'll,
0: I'll give the conspiracy theorists this much. If they literally were selling cabinets uh, that were named after missing children, that would be kind of strange, and I would have questions. I don't think that's true, but, you know, maybe.
3: Maybe, indeed. I don't know.
0: You gotta do your welcome. Yeah, this has all been a cold open. That's cool. This is,
3: oh yeah, that's right. Welcome! This is like...
0: James Bond, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies, yeah, my favorite welcome.
3: welcome, guys. You know what we're talking about, conspiracy theories. Welcome to Pinko Commie Sluts. Uh, we did not receive any anything from Wayfair ourselves, but you know what? I just feel like most sex trafficking, they buy and sell local. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. yeah they're only at pizza parlor.
0: no yeah like is taking down the mom and shop brick and mortar comet pizza <laughs>
2: they're they're the the larger market they're like yeah they're the
0: amazon just rolling through and like thanks to the pandemic no one's going to comet pizza and ping pong <laughs> To get their children slaves. So they're all doing it on Wayfair now. And like a fundamental part of the community has disappeared.
3: I know. I think it's
0: a,
2: it's a small business owner.
0: Yeah, no. They are, are, the, are the George Floyd here. protest did not help the break-and-mortar child sex trafficking shops.
2: In fact, I've seen some of them. Oh, yeah, no, hay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that are we literally did it for a torch one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. That's hilarious. Um, God damn. Yeah, no, so Wayfair saw an opening. They took it and it was just selling high priced closets, which have, I don't know, Samantha stuffed inside of them.
3: I like to imagine you meant Samantha's, like that uh, is who they are if they were one of the Sex in the City characters.
2: Uh, <laughs> each each one of them represent a different yeah. sex city character.
3: Sometimes it's a Charlotte. Sometimes it's a Miranda. That's the one who will get away, though.
2: I recently saw the uh, season finale of that show. Series finale, do you mean, or season? Yeah, series finale.
0: Yes. I have not seen a single episode of that show. When, <laughs> she, goes, when no.
2: she
3: goes
0: to France? Yes. When she
2: goes to France? France and uh, has to deal with her abusive French boyfriend. Who would have thought?
3: Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Her. He slaps her. Um.
2: And then what's his name comes all the way across the ocean. The Big. Guy, the guy from uh, Law and Order.
3: Yeah, Chris Noss. Who I've seen do cocaine at a bar once. (laughs)
2: Wow. No, this has to come out. Tell this story.
3: I just saw him.
2: Well, I didn't see him
3: in the act, but he had clearly just done cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) You
2: you saw him like brushing off his
3: Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) And this is early on in my youth where I was first discovering people do cocaine. So I was definitely at high alert for it. I and definitely was the guy from Sex and the City.
2: I definitely had that period where I was like, damn, there are a lot of people coming out of that bathroom.
3: I know. Yeah. They always just yeah. It's
2: the person me. bathroom.
0: That <laughs> is definitely a
2: thing. Like, at around 18,
0: 19, I, like, realized, like, oh, cocaine's not that big of a deal. You people just do it. <laughs> like, it's fine.
3: It's okay, I guess. Yeah, I don't I mean, like it's it not... because it's favored by real bitchy people who
0: are yeah i will never like pay money for it but like
3: Yeah. i've only ever been offered it
2: marlo and i will tell the story in a premium episode about weeks we did cocaine
0: <laughs> yeah, i mean whatever like, one of my co-workers just found cocaine in his car and was like do you want it and i'm like yeah sure that's basically the story.
2: Well, and then we became coke dealers for two yeah,
0: weeks. Yeah, well, yeah, no, our, yeah, we, we had a weird guy, and, like, he would just pay us for some of the cocaine, and then we did other bunches. Like, it was a lot of cocaine. It was the most cocaine I've ever seen in one place. <laughs> I don't know why he just
2: gave it to me. But for, like, two weeks, our apartment just became, like... Yeah, I think we cleared,
1: like, 700
2: happened? bucks off that.
1: Yeah, we paid <laughs> we rent. Clearing,
2: yeah, it was
0: incredibly <laughs> stupid. Like I don't know why he gave me cocaine. <laughs> he shouldn't Look, have. We've <laughs> all done a bunch of cocaine. Like, we've as well. all
3: done some cocaine. We just found somewhere. Yeah, <laughs>
0: no. I mean, it wasn't great cocaine, but like it was definitely the dictionary definition of what cocaine
2: is it's where but, i discovered i didn't like cocaine that much.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah no it's whatever yeah it, it was like a point where i discovered i would definitely get tired of cocaine before i got addicted to cocaine which i think is a good thing yeah um, That's... i mean not to say like i wouldn't still do it but well, like, that's
3: how cocaine works. I remember the first time I did it, I was like, "That was overrated." But also, do you have any more? Like, yeah. immediately was like, "Well, maybe I'll do it again." Yeah, no, like maybe I if I keep
0: doing it. it, it'll become like good. Yeah. Um,
3: and then I just get a ton of business ideas, and you know,
0: yeah, people no. love
3: them. They love to hear my coked up business ideas. They um, usually involve dog clothes. Uh, a kind of dog clothes I don't think exists yet.
0: You do your best comedy writing on cocaine about (laughs) the ideas you get while on cocaine?
3: No. Uh, I think uh, of all the drugs, cocaine's very bad for comedy. It's not as bad as just, plain Adderall is like Adderall is good for executive functioning things if you are truly an ADHD person like I am but uh, for creativity it's it's fucking sucks and um, you know weed's pretty good Uh,
2: cocaine's really only good for talking yeah no I've become long strings of time
1: I yeah, we should actually,
0: as a uh, investment <laughs> for the podcast, get. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would enjoy this, this more. Way.
3: Now, now we put it this way, it does seem like a productive uh, use of our time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: We'll do cook together. That'll be fun.
3: <laughs> I mean, that's what all the other Dirtbag Left podcasts are doing. Yeah, pretty much. I mean,
0: <laughs> it is the secret. Like, you know, otherwise they'd probably get tired and depressed and realize their podcasts aren't that good. You know, we got to... Do fight. we want
2: to talk about that? Is that a transition?
0: Eh, I guess it could be, but there's nothing about that I want to speak about. Well, what? No. What, yeah. yeah what? Like, Whatever. We got to, like, rehash Taibia just because Chapo talks about it. Fuck that. I said what I said about Taibi. I stand by it.
3: And Amber is the color of what the fuck?
2: My
0: energy. Yeah.
3: She's constantly making it hard to know that she's really the only one with working class bona fides involved with the show.
0: But I think Matt, too, but I don't
3: Yeah, know. yeah. Her, I, I just... still
0: mention it yeah. quite a bit.
3: Yes. Uh, but her Well, I have for... Just, you know, everything.
2: (laughs) Well, I have to say that I did, I think, on that episode, call out that they were going to come on the side of Matt Taibbi. Oh,
1: yeah. Because of the
2: way they signaled right after that article came out. Felix had that (laughs) thing. but Yeah, whatever. Matt
0: had the same thing. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. I I don't give a shit about Matt Taibbi at this point.
3: Yeah, fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, he's a fucking Turk. Anyway, that brings me to (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, right. Um, so... Sorry,
3: Matei is canonically mysterious... Vilified. Mysterious Turkish ethnicity, no matter what, is Wikipedia says about...
0: Yeah, so, anyway, uh, noted Hindu temple, the Hagia Sophia.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Alright,
2: you have to explain this to me, because I've been trying to figure out the significance of this story, and I've been waiting for... Okay. There guy well,
3: named uh... Jesus
2: at one point. <laughs>
3: Fast forward, the real, true church in his name was created during Byzantium. Uh, essentially, That's they're... not when the
0: Baptist church started, but okay.
3: <laughs> um, essentially, Hagia Sophia was the epicenter church of Byzantium. It was the main cathedral of Greek Orthodoxy, and it was a symbolic place for the Ottomans to take over once they took over Constantinople. Yeah. So, it Istanbul
0: was... once was
1: Constantinople.
3: Yeah, I don't know if you knew that.
1: Istanbul was Constantinople, now it's Istanbul not Constantinople, been a long time gone, Constantinople, now church daylight light, on a moonlit night, every cat- Constantinople lives in Istanbul. the Constantinople so you
3: a day. In Constantinople,
0: she'll be waiting in Istanbul. Uh, Even old New York.
3: Go ahead. It's my business. I'm the Greeks on this. Yeah, no, sorry
0: for not (laughs) staying in my lane.
3: So, yes, and as was the Ottoman's way, uh, any sort of temple, church, whatever, was made into a mosque. So the uh, Ayasofya had already been a mosque for years, and then... The end of the Ottoman Empire in their great secularization of Turkey, they uh, made Hagia Sophia a world heritage site and a museum, and it's been that way since the 30s. Still a contested area. If you go there, you see the Byzantine icons that are still showing, and then you see the ones that were painted over with Islamic scripture, and it's a big... Representation of an imperial force uh, taking over. They also made the Parthenon a mosque for hundreds of years. So, I mean, yeah, well, they
0: also made the Parthenon a church.
3: Well, yeah. Just um, saying, like, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a temple. Yeah. So, in the past few years, Erdogan has made a definitive shift from the sort of classic twentieth century secularism of Turkey and uh he Which already... was
0: enforced by Operation Gladio backed military leaders. Yes. Yeah. So just so gonna throw that. All out. of
3: the quote unquote positive things that could be said of Turkey, that they were more secular, etc., He's walked back a lot of those things. Uh in the past year and a half, about five other going back to Byzantium churches that had been leftist historical sites uh, had been converted, reconverted into mosques. I feel very strongly he is going to attempt to annex the Aegean Islands (laughs) next year. But this is something he's doing to show something. Because the West is like, who cares? What's the big deal? Or even takes it as far as perceiving it as Islamophobic. But my favorite galaxy take, as Marlo already mentioned, (laughs) is the idea that the Hagia Sophia is a Hindu temple. Yeah, I found
0: this tweet the record the Taj yeah.
3: Mahal
0: <laughs> yeah so the um some weirdo Hindu nationalist on Twitter like had this long post because much like the Greeks uh they're racist against Muslims so they managed to wrap up within all that um that they believe the Agia Sophia was in fact originally a Hindu temple that Erdogan is desecrating by turning it into a mosque. And it was actually built like 12,000 years before the historical record says it was built. Which is the coolest shit take. Uh, Erdogan is a freedom fighter liberating Turkey from the heel of Hold War-backed uh, Gladio deep state operatives. So part of that is uh, bringing the god back in the Hagia Sophia.
3: The Hagia Sophia. Which... Yep.
0: Means holy wisdom.
3: Dome. It does have a dome.
0: Most known for its dome.
3: So, a fun fact: many North American Greek Orthodox churches have domes. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, sort kind of. of
0: Russian Orthodox churches and <laughs>
2: Ukrainian Orthodox.
3: Yeah, the dome is a really yeah, blind. no, it makes the your ceiling
2: depart. higher.
3: Yeah, and also because you need that space for the Holy Spirit.
2: That is where it's traditionally been housed. Mm-hmm. The third of the Trinity.
3: Yeah, you can't look at that. It literally comes to church every week.
0: No, I like the idea that, like, 3,000 years from now, like, it'll popularly just be believed that the Holy Spirit was, like, a literal dove god. (laughs) Because no one knows what the fuck the Holy Spirit is now. But, like, whatever subtlety of the sort of, like, transient notion of the Holy Spirit is, that it has no corporeal form, will be completely, like, lost, and it'll just the association with a dove will eventually, like, meld into it was this, like, animistic, like, dove-shaped god.
1: Are, are I mean,
2: you saying it's gonna go from being a spiritual force to a mystical force? Yeah, I what? guess. No, no, not, not justification. Not Christianity, if, not if, Christianity
0: no. like, will no longer exist, and people in their, like, popular misunderstanding of Christianity will, like, assume it was a dove.
3: They'll assume it was a dove and a lamb. I
0: thought, a... like, we were the lamb or something or Jesus was the lamb but so are we Jesus
3: yeah that is how it is yeah but I know Jesus was like
0: a shepherd and a lamb or like we lambs
3: yeah orthodoxy the concept of the Trinity is super important and you cannot even conceptualize the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit as separate entities, lest you be a blasphemer. So uh they never really explain it to you. They're just like, yeah, "He, he is one. Concept. He is one. The Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. He's one. It's the three things. It's one. That's it. Shut the fuck up." They, um, it's like a super hard line <laughs> for the Greek Orthodox. Emphasis on the Trinity. Also, the pastime of criticizing Catholics for loving Mary too much. (laughs) They're too into Mary, those Catholics.
2: Mary is definitely a big thing in Catholicism. Yeah. I I never understood that growing up in Protestantism, or at least I was always fascinated by it, going into Mass.
3: Well... Um, Mary is also important in Orthodoxy, where, like, every time you say Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you're supposed to do the cross. But anytime you say you reference the Virgin Mary, you also are supposed to do your cross so it's like one of the other magic words in uh, Greek Orthodoxy. But the way it manifests in Catholicism is so much more focused on her, and like the statues Uh, of her.
0: You're all polytheists, you're pretending you're not polytheists. Yeah, exactly.
3: It's essentially that, you especially see that in the Latin American manifestations of Catholicism. It's gorgeous and cool uh, when you realize it's just the same shit, different cloak. Yeah,
0: like just convert to Islam and like actually there's, believe in one God.
3: There's no cool ladies in Islam. They're they still have Mary,
0: they just don't consider her, her God because they're not yeah, blasphemers. They don't have the
3: cool Mary stories. You got to. They have those. cool Mary
0: stories. They have like an entire chapter of the Quran.
3: Yeah, but there's more
0: mentions of Mary in the Quran than the Bible.
3: Well, true, but so, you know, most of the stories about Mary, especially inferences about what she did in heaven. <laughs> How she's the intercessor for people.
1: Yeah, the uh,
0: Catholics have the same belief. You're the same fucking religion.
3: Well, no, 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 A lot of that is, uh, there's a lot of that that is specific to Coptic Christianity. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, they have a lot, a lot, a lot of Mary in heaven being like, you should forgive all these people. She's still willing. The
0: devil. whole, like, intercessor concept is like, Definitely, in Catholicism, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll definitely give the, like, idea that priests should have beards, like, that's true. <laughs> um, because, yeah, I'm not going to trust someone to speak for God when he can't even grow a beard. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just dumb. How do I know he's wise?
3: You don't. I mean,
0: what about priests that don't What's like- the point of having an all-male priesthood if you're not going to make them grow beards? That's like my question. Like, if you're not going to make them grow beards, allow women priests. Like, what's the difference?
3: Well, our priests get married, uh, unless you're a fucking weirdo, which every once in a while there's one, and all the Greeks are like, "This guy, what the fuck?" Uh, So yeah, and then like you have a little like family that's like the ruler of the church. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's a lot more of a community building bullshit like idea. Uh so you're only you only would need to be celibate when you would be old and maybe wanting to move on to some higher like aspect of like interclergy fucking fraternity. (laughs) Like if you wanted to be a full on monk.
0: To put it in Boy Scout terms, that would be the order of the arrow.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Stephen can discuss. Oh yeah. Were were you alright, dude? Uh, no, they're the overachievers, yeah, dude. Well, you were in the Eagle Scout, which is all right. Well, the
2: Eagle Scouts were, like,
0: you know... I'm not writing a, like, 150-word essay about citizenship on a pencil and paper while I'm at fucking summer
2: camp. I don't remember doing that. Whatever, um, you got the citizenship whatever. badges, the truck. Yeah, because you had to do a book report. In, yeah, in hours of your time when you could be doing something I would, cool. Yeah, that like shooting a gun. Yeah. No, yeah. I shot guns like or like archery instead they I shot
0: guns in. and ogled venture scouts like a normal Oh
2: yeah, the vent the venture scouts were definitely um a big part of sexual awakening for most Boy Scouts. Yeah.
0: Bunny, are you? Uh,
3: I, I have no scouting background.
0: Okay, um, so at Boy Scouts of America camps, like summer camps and shit, there's a rule that In order to work there, you have to be in a BSA-affiliated organization, which is a problem because until very recently, uh, like the last year or two, they did not allow chicks and Boy Scouts. So they had a parallel organization called Venture Scouts that... Only existed to be co ed and allow uh, you to just join this organization in order yeah. to work at these scout camps. Apparently, there were a few active troops that like didn't have meetings and just went camping and shit, and it like sounded like it fucking ruled, and like yeah. was everything wrong with Boy Scouts, i.e., there were only dudes in it, and like you had a bunch of dumbass bullshit where you had to like listen to some aged neo-confederate like talking about like the history of america after the war of northern aggression uh, when you really just wanted to go like camping with your friends and like do a bunch of horseshit and like you know uh pretend to have sex with women adventure scouts had all of
3: that i didn't know about this i didn't know about the lady. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah so no, like, and- at Boy Scout camp, it was a common thing. They had green uniforms instead of khaki. Ooh. And yep. you'd be like sitting around in your fucking shitty ass lean to smelling bad. And you'd see like this cadre of green uniformed hot chicks and like young adult men like walking by and you're like that looks like so much more fun than whatever the fuck we're
2: doing <laughs> you yep. and i lived the dream for one summer were you a venture no no i briefly dated eventually. oh okay cool oh. oh good for you yeah now, i was more
0: in the yeah in the tiers of like boy scout camp hood i was more on the Did a decent belly flop at the like splash contest at the pool that we'd have like on one of the days. than the like cool guys who would date a venture scout.
2: See, I was the lifeguard. Yeah, yeah. um, Sitting out on my raft.
3: Uh, Ah. Did you
0: did you referee greased watermelon
2: fights? (laughs) No, I mostly talked down to children who were convinced that there were. Dragons in the water, sure.
3: and you were like, "You dumb fucking idiot!" <laughs>
2: yeah, no, you, <laughs> you. And then I just would think of the kill children.
3: Oh, God! See damn. all of my
1: camp-
2: Par- parody children, Here, parody children. Here's,
3: here's the bad news, guys. All of my camp. Situations are um, involved with, wouldn't you know, the Greek Orthodox Church. Um, all of my
0: kids. my dad went to a communist camp when yeah. he was little.
3: I'll see that rules. I went. Yeah. To, <laughs> I went to a fucking Greek camp, which actually did rule in many aspects for me. Um, but we did have to do a lot of church. We went yeah. to vespers every day. And uh, I,
0: I did church at a Boy Scout camp once.
3: Yeah, Yeah, they're like
0: mostly Mormons.
3: I got like a really cool, we had this really cool uh, freak come to camp. He was a Australian Greek Christian singer. I probably mentioned him before because he's awesome. But he sang a bunch of specific Greek Orthodox Christian rock music. (laughs) which you don't get any more of a niche than that. Uh, I think he even had a song that was just about how the Holy Spirit was won.
2: Oh, that's a great song. It was
3: like, he is one, And he was like, yeah. slamming on guitar! Yeah, man.
1: He
2: my guitar um, scouting experience was that my uh, Boy Scout leader was the brother of Joe Walsh from the Eagles.
3: <laughs> wow. Um,
2: and he was... Uh, he was also an AA and would tell me stories about his brother and pretty much sadly tell me how he was supposed to be in the Eagles, but he <laughs> ran with his wife and now just hated the fact that he lived with his wife.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> um, oh, man. But he taught me how to play guitar around campfire. Um,
3: yeah, man. That's the thing. They got to watch who they let bring a guitar to a campfire because it's a very compelling situation. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's very compelling. You know, it led me down the path of like satanic rituals mm-hmm. and atheism. Hotel California's.
0: <laughs>
2: Deadhead sticker.
0: Why it's <Life's laughs> been good to me so far. Womp, <laughs> womp, 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 womp.
2: This guy also did a lot of Christian songs, and I don't know if Matt. Matt Stoll's friends with the family. Um, if he wants to throw in some of his uh, Christian songs. Yeah, this is what uh, Joe so Walsh's I brother's song sounds No, don't do this.
0: Oh, come on. It could be our new theme song. It'll be great. Let's get oh, sued by Joe Walsh's brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that'd be great. I don't know. I would file a motion claiming that he isn't really Joe Walsh's brother, so he would have to produce <laughs> Joe Walsh in court. <laughs> and i get to meet Joe Walsh and be like, hey man, really like the Eagles, but I think I like your solo work more.
2: Okay, so the the goes, the, the end of the story was for my Eagle Scout ceremony, getting the award. Joe Walsh's brother gave the introductory speech, nice things about me, said how I Learned how to play guitar and blah 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 blah. And I went up on stage and uh gave a speech that most people that were there still remember. And I basically told them to fuck themselves, <laughs> a real boy scout, and that I wasn't thanking anybody. And I yeah, no, you
0: basically holding Caulfield that shit. <laughs> like, you're like you're all
2: phonies, and they were like, oh. Oh man, and Joe Walsh's brother sat down and gave me a talking to him. he made me tie a tie or tie a, a bowline knot and I'm like I can't do this. I'm yeah,
0: no one can tie a bowline knot. No one has <laughs> ever been able to tie a bowline
2: knot. I'm terrible at Boy Scouts, wasn't that not? Literally
0: honest? no one has learned you you can tie a sheep shank that you call a square knot, and that's the only knot that you ever learn in Boy Scouts. No human being, I don't give a shit what you say about rabbits and trees, you will never be able to tie a bowline knot. It is impossible.
2: Anyways, it was the single most rebellious thing I ever did up until the age of 18. Um, You love it that my parents still won't show anybody because they're still mad at me. (laughs)
0: That's cool, man. That's, That's totally cool. I... Did the better thing, which was I fucked around and didn't get my Eagle badge because I didn't care even more. I mean Whoa man. Yeah, no, like I there was a part of me that wanted to care just enough so I could do exactly what Steve did, which is like (laughs) like force everyone to like throw me a party where I would be God and they would have to listen to my bullshit. (laughs) But, like, (laughs) I was not about to take those fucking citizenship badges. Oh, God. (laughs) I fucking rode, like, a hundred miles total on my bike, and I have the cycling merit badge. That's a thing I earned.
2: The most pride I have from my Boy Scouts was getting the water skiing badge. Oh, yeah, that was actually the most pride I did, because, like, I had been
0: water skiing my entire life, and I did it all the requirements in a single day. And See,
2: I hadn't, and I took three summers to get across the wake three times.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it's a, it's a little bit of a bitch. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I remember, like, reading the, like, requirements, and I'm like, oh, this is for people who don't already know how to water ski. <laughs> <laughs> And then I just did it, and it was great. Yep.
3: Humble brag. Marlon yeah. water skied like <sighs> fucking Poseidon was his dad.
0: Yeah, it was- no, it's like... I'm fat oh as shit, God, but I can, so like, crazy. do shit on skis. It's a thing of mine.
3: <laughs> okay. It's a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've just been doing that shit my whole life because of my parents and, like, the skill that I have despite, like, me not having a body type that justifies
2: it. <laughs> oh man. Bunny has some apologizing to do.
3: Well, yeah,
0: uh, I... yeah. Bunny has to self crit now for some yeah. like. Hammer. Bunny
2: has to take out the admittedly things and flay herself yeah, with her. Admit... The I am
0: going to read sure. uh, Mao Zedong's "Combat Liberalism" <laughs> right now. As Bunny, he was an he was an idealist. Yeah, yeah I know. I mean. It was actually the thing that like I was arguing about last week mm-hmm. because it's the shittiest fucking essay in the world. Um,
3: <laughs> Well, I do want to say we're not gonna to listen to Matt, who felt like our Kanye support was the most problematic aspect. No,
0: yeah, no, the Kanye support's entirely justified. It's fine. It's fine. he's no, never it's not. done anything it's wrong. It's he's fine. right I'm the about only everything. Rational part of the He's group. a fucking legend of hip hop and deserves all the praise and all the arrogance he brings. And if you don't feel that way, you just hate black people. So
2: like... I'm the only. I'm the only unproblematic one in this group, um, only because his um, platform came out and justified all our fears. Yeah, wh- whatever,
1: whatever. Yeah. It matter. Yeah, oh, he's pro life.
2: What? Who cares?
0: Like, I, fuck it. It's Kanye
3: anybody could talk Kanye into okaying an abortion, I'm pretty yeah, sure. sure. Like,
0: 100%. <laughs> you just need to say, like, oh, well, actually, you shouldn't be pro-life. And he'll go, like, yeah, okay.
3: Okay. Um, but uh, what I do want to correct for is uh, listening uh, back uh, to last week's episode, I definitely came off way more pro-Hamilton than uh, I truly feel. Uh-oh. Just because I think I was in the midst of seeing a lot of, uh, not like bad takes, but just like bullrang takes, uh, very snoozeworthy takes, <laughs> that I felt the need to over-justify its entertainment value. But I didn't talk about how it's a big old piece of propaganda, and not just uh, American history, as every bit of American history that is marketed to us is, but uh, very specifically, a pro-capitalist, and i remember when i first heard uh oh there's this new show it's about alexander hamilton like isn't that crazy was like kind of the gist of it at first it's about the american revolution but it's about him whatever and i was like ugh hamilton the bank guy and i mean you know and the got milk commercial
1: and now let's make that random call with today's ten thousand dollar question it's a tough one who shot Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel? All right, let's go to the phones and see who's out there. Hello? Hello, for $10,000, who shot. Excuse me? I'm afraid your time is almost up. I'm sorry,
3: maybe next uh. time. <laughs> That's the chief knowledge we have of Alexander Hamilton as a millennial. I would
0: also throw in, do we remember that chronic What Colds of Narnia, Narnia song? Narnia, yes. Yeah. And the part where they're like, you there can call is, me call Aaron Burr, the way I'm dropping Hamilton. Hamilton's. Yes. That was a good line in that song. It
3: was. But this is
2: such revisionism, Bunny, because last time Marlo did try to make this argument. Yeah, no, I mean,
3: sh- I 100% am
2: perfectly yeah. for
0: saying, like, it's probably a good musical. Like, yeah. no,
3: sure. No, no. I was fighting too hard. I just realized that. Give the full impression there, because definitely, like, the first time I'm listening to the soundtrack, it's obvious that not only is he largely leaving out slavery, the times it is mentioned, it's mentioned in a way that is flattering to one of the characters on stage. Like, it's only mentioned, like, this guy said something against slavery once, wink, when you could have easily included it in a meaningful way. But he got stuck on that one biography, and everybody who I know who's read that particular Hamilton biography is like, "Yeah, that guy's a great storyteller. It's not like a meticulous historian. I don't know." Uh, also, the show never addresses how really stupid it is to do duels.
0: It's a game Dumb. of honor by true men.
3: Yeah, whatever.
0: It's Let a useful tool
2: for narrative.
3: Ooh. That's where we should do cocaine, where Aaron Burr shot Alexander Hamilton, over here in Jersey. Oh,
2: yeah, sure.
3: (laughs) Where did he? Princeton? No, Weehawken?
0: Uh, Oh, I guess.
3: But, yeah, I mean, uh, largely before Hamilton took up the cultural imagination, Alexander Hamilton, in my mind, was the guy in the $10 bill, who made the banks be such a big deal. And Tammany Hall eventually was his fault.
0: Whenever they talk about Hamilton, yeah, it's like, oh, the bank guy did a thing with a bank. Oh, no, they're not going to explain it to
3: children. Yeah, well, in in the show, essentially, they play it like clever, clever Hamilton knew all the power would lie with the banks. So he... Like, allowed for Washington, D.C. to be created to, like, throw the Southerners a bone. But mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird thing where it's simultaneously too friendly to Hamilton and too friendly to Thomas Jefferson. And they just leave out Ben Franklin entirely, which I want to do a Ben Franklin musical. But it's just based on that one essay about how the Swedes are swarthy.
0: Oh yeah, no, that would be awesome. All loyal, honest, active, and upright communists must unite to oppose the liberal tendencies shown by certain people among us, and to set them on the right path. This is one of the tasks on our ideological front. Mao Zedong, <laughs> oh, fucking awful essay. Has a fun name,
3: but awful essay. But anyway, I just wanted to clear it up. I know, I know. Hamilton is capitalist who, propaganda. Who is come, did, but so is Did
2: anybody come down? Did anybody come down on you for being pro Hamilton?
3: No, I just felt like some of the things I said sounded too much like people I didn't like <laughs> because I I think I was thinking of it from the perspective of other comedians. The kind of comedians who aren't generally uh, fans of musicals or whatever, watching it and criticizing it with sort of like, with no sense of fun about it. Just like, oh, he's fucking corny. And uh, I realized I never got to the parts where it's uh, real bullshit. It's bad. It's real bad. It's bad. Like, The entire attempt to center the female characters at certain points. Oh, like it super does not pass the Bechdel test. (laughs) Like... I mean, that was in
0: 1776, right? Like there was that whole thing with Abigail Adams?
3: Uh, The only women uh, you meet are the Schuyler sisters. So you meet Eliza, uh, who becomes Hamilton's wife, and her sister Angelica, and briefly their other sister... And then uh, someone Hamilton has an affair with are the only women, mm. and they really elevate the Skyler sisters as if they are these like women about town who are like modern and oh my god Angelica's read Thomas Paine and everybody thinks she's crazy.
0: Everyone's read Thomas Paine. He's easy.
3: Well, this is when it just came out. <laughs> so basically, uh um, Adam
0: Smith. Those That's a were the, man.
3: Those were the aspects that, um, upon my first knowledge of the show, I'm like i don't know shit about the schuyler sisters or whatever i look them up they're like a fucking slave holding family so like Ham- he definitely married into a slaveholding family and even though they kind of imply that like there was some abolitionist tendencies in hamilton's wife i think it's pretty overblown Also, the musical itself kind of goes through great pains to act like they've really told Eliza's story, but like they don't. And it's, you know, uh, I'd be curious if you ever do watch it because it's like really the most interesting part of the women characters at all is that there's an implied like threesome (laughs) offer to Hamilton from the sisters because Angelica knows she can't be with Alexander because she's the oldest and she has to marry rich and Alexander's not rich. So Mm. pawns them off on her sister. And this is like really just like kind of thrust out there and unexplored. And um, while the performances of the actresses as like fucking musical theater, they're like very good. It's still pretty lame time for ladies. Yeah, the big like Overture at the end is Eliza Hamilton starts the first private orphanage in America, which it's not great. Private for profit orphanages adoption is bad and is a form of trafficking children. Uh,
2: No, are you kidding me? Wayfair got on that shit. (laughs)
3: Look, Wayfair's hooked up with the DeVos family, who very literally does steal children from the camps at the border and sell them to American families. That's happened. Several times, recently. Uh, So yeah, it's it is what it is. A dude made a musical. Why isn't there a uh, abolitionist John Brown situation if we need to tell a white man's story?
0: Oh, what's its face? (laughs) Showtime's doing that.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: Not as a musical.
3: It would be a good musical though, because he looked fucking crazy. John Brown fucking. (laughs) He looked awesome.
0: Actually, good.
3: Yeah, it's so frustrating to hear these sort of like moral relativist arguments about the founding fathers and oh, that's just how things were, blah blah. When there are definitively people of these times who are truly good and truly speaking oh. out against it, and we're, we you still know who
0: didn't own slaves and also didn't do anything wrong, who was alive at the time? Fucking Maximilian Robespierre.
1: <laughs> like <That's>
3: true <laughs> Robespierre did nothing
2: it, wrong nothing wrong you know they you know, should have a musical wait go on Marlo
0: like if anything he like might have cared a little too much about liberty and virtue but yeah they should have a musical about Maximilian Robespierre they should have a musical about French Revolution and just call it Les Mis and like see <laughs> and like then everyone who, like, is a fan of the original Lame Miz would be like, oh, they just ripped off the name. And they're like, no, this is Lame Miz, It's the one about the French Revolution. Then, like, those people have to be like, no, ours was the first Les Miz And you're like, oh, is that about the French Revolution? No, it's about the 1832 Revolution. Yeah, I've never fucking heard of that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Obviously. Nice
3: try, Victor Hugo.
0: Yeah, obviously the original Les is is the one about the fucking French Revolution. Duh. That would
3: be such a great Mandela effect.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just Mandela your way in there? Because everyone already thinks Les Mis is about the French Revolution.
3: Yeah, it's uh, No
0: one knows what the 1832 uprising is. Yeah. Like, just do the actual, like, Les is about the French Revolution. And people just assume it's the original.
2: You know who they should do a musical about?
1: Who?
2: I'm proposing this. A Christopher Dorner shoot, uh,
1: um, <laughs> yeah, I'll, musical. I'll, I'll start
2: with Maximilian Rubster,
0: and then we can go from there. Uh,
1: Christopher
2: we, Dorner, have every single um, shooting of a police officer be punctuated by a song. I
0: think he only actually ended up killing like Dorner. two people.
2: He, killed, he three. killed
0: three. Okay, whatever. Three. So I was off by one, and I didn't look it up, so, you know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like how Marlo truly acts like we have co- come at him about this.
2: <laughs> how dare
3: you not know um, your Dorner face.
2: No, I'm I, I'm imagining like him singing a song when he makes a Facebook post with the yeah, yeah, but if it
3: let me let me ask it, is it maybe um what style of musical is it? Is it like a ska I would do, musical? I would
0: do like fucking just straight Gilbert and Sullivan. Like I wouldn't like get cute with it. I got You, you. do if you try and uh, Hamilton it it just come off as kind of racist.
3: Unless we need um, Dorner White, I... right? <laughs> <laughs> what
2: if we uh, Oh right. what if we made it what if we commissioned it out to an artist like Mamma Mia? An artist do the entire soundtrack? Oh, like a yeah, new, okay. like,
0: a the, like box obvious musical. the obvious producers scam would be to just do Birth of a Nation,
3: <laughs> <laughs> produced by Kanye.
0: Yeah, no, like, we could do <laughs> a producers Birth of a Nation. Oh, we could sell it as like we could just seriously imply that it's a, about the like. Nat Turner uprising, but like just have it instead as a uh, adaptation of the original film Birth of a Nation, <laughs> and that's how we would dupe the investors. Hell yeah, yeah no. Oh, you're telling the story of that slave uprising at such a pivotal moment of history. Sure, that'll make bank. I'll invest in that. And like, wait, what is this? Why is like the main character a literal clansman? <laughs> Oh, well, we told you it was a birth of a nation.
3: That's right. They and can't
0: get us for lying. We merely were like, oh, you're doing the, like, 2016 birth of a nation? Yeah, we're doing a birth of a nation.
3: We're doing birth of a nation.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Oh man! And then I'd like to follow it up with uh, more musicals based on problematic classic films, classic "quote unquote" films. Uh, None as bad as Birth of a Nation, but I do love Imitation could do of Willy Life.
0: Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But have it clearly based off the original book and make it extremely clear that the Oompa Loompas were in fact pygmy Africans,
2: <laughs> oh, God. and that it's a pedophile. <laughs>
1: (laughs) no we don't have
0: to go there no it's just based on the royal doll book but like there's an entire middle section of it that just goes into like the fact that he's trafficking central african people like Mm -hmm. they're not from oompa loompa land that's just what he calls it
3: yeah (laughs) yeah sub-saharan
0: african tribes that are like dirt poor that he like he illegally moves into England to work at his fucking chocolate factory for, like, dirt wages.
2: I, I'm imagining now a Lars Van Trier musical.
3: <laughs> which, which one of the films you watch tonight... Would be um,
2: def- definitely Antichrist. Yeah, that would be the
0: Yeah, I mean Melancholia is like just a movie. Like it's a sad movie, but it's a movie. <laughs>
2: it's a very sad movie like, about the coming
0: apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah, it has an interesting thing to say about depression and shit and like orcs But like- but,
2: but Antichrist has four acts, two characters, and they can just have songs yeah. as people's clitoris. Been cut off, self-mutilated. Yeah, we could do a
0: Salo movie or musical. Bring fucking Salo discourse back.
3: <laughs> we do a, bring Virgil Texas to write it.
0: We do a Cannibal Holocaust <sighs> musical. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: Um. Oh. Oh, what was
0: it? oh yeah. Well, actually, <coughs> fuck. I want to watch that new fucking movie from the guys who did Blue Ruin. I need to remind myself to do that. The wolf? Yeah, wolf. something about wolves. Yeah, watch the fucking wolf movie. Fit the like words, watch the fucking wolf movie into the title so like I'll remember. Because <laughs> I don't take <laughs> notes. I just go by what the titles of our podcast episodes are to remind myself <laughs> to do things. Um...
3: I like that the podcast acts as a uh, weird uh, diary for you. Yeah, like a diary where I'm talking to my friends. both senses, diary like talking to your friends and diary like keeping your reminders and appointments. Yeah. In one spot. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Well, I take notes Uh, and I'm writing, watch the wolf movie, Marlo.
2: Yeah. Is there any other movie suggestions? Because I have a movie suggestion. Oh, well, I
0: did just, I haven't seen the movie yet, but I just watched the fucking half in the bag about... um, what's it called, that UFO movie, Vast of the Dark? The Vast of Night. Or whatever the fuck. Well, I've I've been reading about it. I I just watched the review today. I haven't gotten to the Apparently, some like indie darling that, like, over the course of the uh, pandemic, word has been spreading. Like, oh, you should watch this movie on demand. What's the name of it? Uh, like, vast of the dark, the vast of night, or vastness of darkness, or uh, so. So, it has the word vast and dark in it.
2: The vast of night,
0: and like, basically, the idea seems to be that it's like the nineteen fifties. There's a UFO, like, it's a very simple, like, you know, UFO in the 50s plot, um, but, like, it's, like, very, like, you know, it's like a movie that the Red Letter Media guys would like. What? What? Where it's very, like, undertoned and, like, it's from the perspective mm. of, like, a woman who's, like, operating a telephone switchboard, and she's just getting, like, clips of, like, conversations about the UFO, um,
2: the Vast of Night. The oh,
0: Vast, vast of the Night. First. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, yeah, apparently Funny. it's, like, really good. It's, like, it's Funny? It's yeah. apparently boring as fuck, which is all my, all my favorite movies.
3: <laughs> Do I have any movie suggestions? I don't even remember. Oh, you know what I watched? The fucking Babysitter's Club show. <laughs> uh, yeah. well, I am a millennial, and I read those books as a child, and uh, wouldn't you know it, I remembered a good deal of the plot points. And Alicia Silverstone plays a hot mom.
0: I've only read one Boxcar Children.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say Boxcar Children was the Hardy Boys to the Babysitter's Club, Nancy Drew.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I never read any Hardy Boys or Nancy Drew. I've read precisely one Boxcar Children. Pretty sure Morris has come up on the show before, about like... Obviously that was my jam.
2: The movie that I'm gonna recommend is The Platform. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. I'm never gonna watch that, but like it's I watched it. I watched it.
3: You watched it? Yes. Yeah, we watched it.
2: What'd you think?
3: uh, it was very interesting um i uh it's hard for me to watch a lot of food stuff that isn't yeah. pleasant to watch. I'm like really sensitive like I can't watch people throw up uh like I gag it's a horrible thing, so there's a little bit of um unpleasantness uh viscerally that um stuck with me, but uh, it's definitely. Like, just the entire myriad of ways one could get to this prison. Yep. Interesting. Yes.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I, like, I want to watch it. I just fucking hate, like, horror movies. It like, fucking frightens me. I don't like it.
2: It's pretty mild. There's a bit of cannibalism. yeah, yeah
0: probably, yeah, I'll I'll probably watch it. I'm just never going to be in the mood to actually watch
3: it. (laughs) I came, uh... we came across it and watched it. Well, look, guys, try to watch something. I don't
1: know.
3: Watch something. Make sure it's not (laughs) pro-turn.
0: or Fast of Night, not nighttime.
3: Uh, I do want to mention that Chrissy Teigen is getting harassed on Twitter because she asked for Greek recipes. And uh, now it's brought out. Blank is actually Turkish Twitter. So, anybody want to see the kind of things I see every day?
0: (laughs) Uh, Like, so Turks are mad at Chrissy Teigen now?
3: Yes, yes. Because she's
0: like, yeah, can I get Greek recipes like yogurt, that thing the Greeks invented?
3: Pretty much, yeah. And then it's just, Uh-oh. it's just. You know the
0: best, the thing I like the most about Greeks is they were the first ones to think to put sugar in coffee. That was pretty cool. <laughs> uh,
3: what I haven't heard a lot of moussaka is Turkish and not Greek, but that is what she's getting hit with. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, of all the misaka, okay. Um, What the fuck is misaka again? It's uh, eggplant lasagna.
1: (laughs) Oh, right, 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 right.
3: It's really not my favorite, so.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, whatever. Like, I've had it, uh, you know, it's also, like, the Italians have that, too. Like, I mean, whatever, any place they grow eggplant, they're going to have that dish.
3: (laughs) Yeah, deal with it. Uh, I don't know <laughs> alright um, guys watch a movie
2: shout out to Roger Stone
3: shout out congrats, yeah,
2: congratulations bye. congratulations <laughs> um, <laughs> true resistance hero that's yeah. right
3: wear your little stupid hat <laughs> oh man anyway guys
2: All right. see ya alright see ya
3: see ya
1: In Istanbul, the no Constantinople So if a date in Constantinople She'll be waiting in Istanbul Even old New York Was once New Amsterdam Why they changed it, I can't say People just liked it better that way So take me back to Constantinople No, you can't go back to Constantinople Been a long time gone Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's business but the church Istanbul. Istanbul. Istanbul Istanbul Even old New York Was once New Amsterdam Why they changed it I can't say You'll just liked it better that way Istanbul was Constantinople Now it's Istanbul Now Constantinople been a long time gone a Constantinople Why did Constantinople get the works? That's no cool, but is this about the term No, you can't go back to Constantinople Been a long time gone Constantinople Why to Constantinople Get the works That's nobody's business But the Turks Istanbul